Welcome back, race fans of the internet, to the Talking Dirt podcast. And uh, this one is going to be a good one, Talking Dirt podcast for, I think we recorded this on Sunday, July uh, 23rd, the night after the um, Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Model race there. We had a, the first, for the first time ever, Matt is in studio. And then we've got a very special guest, uh, Mr. Hunter Weaver, the voice of the Blue Ridge Outlaw Late Model series. Hunter was in town for the the Blue Ridge race. I said, hey, man, just come on, stay over the night, and we'll uh, record a podcast, share some stories, uh, talk some racing, and we absolutely did. And uh, this next hour is an absolute blast, guys. Um, Before you get into that, though, uh, if you would for me, go ahead. uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, um, if you're watching this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, go ahead, you know, like, subscribe to the channel, add it to your feed. Uh, leave us a like and a review. Leave us a podcast review, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Help us get that algorithm. Help other race fans like yourselves uh, find and tune into the Talking Dirt podcast. Um, but yeah, and then real quick, before we get into this one, I do want to let you guys know that we'll be racing uh, this Saturday at Sumter Speedway here in beautiful Sumter, South Carolina. Come out and uh, have some fun with myself and everybody else. $3,000 to win in the uh, Monster Thunder Bomber Series as they will be in town uh, for their, I believe, first running with the Monster Thunder Bombers. And then next week, of course, $10,000 to win with the uh, Ultimate Super Late Model Series at Sumter. So, guys, I guess without further ado, we'll get right into the program. Here is myself, Matt Pridgen, and Mr. Hunter Weaver. canceled early and i had texted him i was like well we're gonna have another fridge and showdown this weekend yeah and that we was almost gonna be did good. it that was gonna was, be good we'll talk about it because that the, was about to be a good show it, <laughs> it was we'll get into it in a minute but i guess we got to do the intro first yeah. huh yeah. so welcome in race fans internet. this is the talking dirt podcast and for the first time live in studio i have not only myself ryan williams i have my co-host matt pridgen He's here live for the first time, and we're also joined by the uh, voice of the Blue Ridge Outlaw Lake Models, amongst other things. He's a man of many trades in the racing world, Mr. Hunter Weaver. First off, Matt, welcome to the studio, finally, for the first time, officially. And Hunter, welcome back to the show. We know you did uh, you did a, a, a phone interview a couple of years ago now, but uh, you're finally here in this, uh, my, this, this is, this is my, man cave. my opus, <laughs> my magnum opus here. The man cave is finished, and, and you are here. And we had a good night at Sumter, but uh, man, how, how are you feeling? How's the season been? Y'all have had some uh, really exciting stuff over there with Blue Ridge this year. It's been great. Uh, you know, by far since I've been there, it's been our best year. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, we've averaged 20 cars like per race the entire year. Um, you know, we had 21 last night at, at Sumter Speedway. You know, we was probably expecting maybe 30, but 21 is still a pretty good car count, good quality in the field as well. And, uh, you know, with Derek Lane picking up his first win, he's our 58th different winner in the series history. So, um, and our eighth different winner of the year, and it was really cool to see. You know, somebody that hadn't won in a long time and then pick up. He he told me like on the front stretch last night. He said, "I've been looking at that winners list and just eating away at me and eating away, and then finally, I got it done." And, and um, I think you know, Sean Whittle was probably just about as happy as anybody oh, yeah. there. 
as Derek and uh, you know the place went bonkers. It come unglued when he come out of the car. It was it was it was one of those moments that you cannot write it. I, and that's what I told y'all with with what he did last night. Of course, Derek's already got a bunch of fans at Sumter. He's he's a local. He's he's been racing at Sumter forever. And uh, in fact, uh, started twenty twenty one. He won, I believe, our first four races. He won a went on a heck of a hot streak, and before he started racing with uh, Blue Ridge, but I told uh, y'all's race director Gerald, and I told everybody last night. I said what Derek just did. He just made at least five hundred brand new fans in these grandstands after you know, after he gets out of the car, and does the the whole corn dog trick. You know, that was uh, that was pretty exciting, but. Transitioning, we also have on the show a man who didn't show up to race last night. Who should he, have? Who should? Nah, hey, it Something depends. There. He had there. had some stuff going on. He he was around, but he'll he'll be back again. Matt Pridgen, Matt, how are you doing this week, man? It's it's, it's been a couple weeks since we recorded. You've been up to a lot, but I guess uh, car still in one piece after the uh, debacle of a week ago, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, it, you know, qualified fifth last weekend, moved up to third, and was had, had a good pace going. Going was a uh, leaving fourth place a little bit from what my spotter was telling me um and so it, it was going good and then about five laps to go the motor just shut off no signs of of anything no sputtering or nothing it just completely cut off and thankfully uh y'all didn't throw a caution because right. that would have been worse because by the time i rolled down to turn three i was able to uh fire the car back up and right. finish the race and Ended up finishing, I believe, six. So, I mean, only lost three spots, but still. Um, and I was trying, I don't know if you saw this or not. I was driving my honey off to try to catch back right. up to uh, Tony Terry. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I could. I knew I was in six and I wanted a top five. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say what about two laps to go. I, I kind of scrubbed the wall a little bit coming off of turn four. So, I was like, well, let me back this down a little bit. I want to say, though, DJ... I got a bone to pick with him. He needs to flag man. Yeah. Oh boy. He needs to let us know when we're at least halfway through the race, or either put down a five to let us know we're five laps to go. (laughs) He's he's still learning. He's new. He uh he he didn't really come from a line of racing. His family wasn't. He does good. Huge into it. He he does what we tell him. He's yeah. He he can listen good. So that's why he's uh that's why he's there. But I mean you you got your certain flag mans like love it and, Mm -hmm. and some others that are really good. They really know racing inside and out and um. They're able. They're able to keep track of how many laps have been run, how many laps are left, and uh, and give you a good show there. But yeah, I mean, you had a good run, but the, the finish up front, man. I thought if, if everything went right, you were there. Yeah, you know, I, they were I, stuck. They were well, stuck in lap traffic. Was the problem right time the motor cut off right before when I was coming out of four? I could see. I could see the two leaders, uh, Marlo and Justin, mm-hmm. and then I could also see a bunch of lap cars around them. And because Justin was about a straightaway ahead of me, and then I started seeing that I was catching all of them a little bit, mm-hmm. so I, I I didn't notice that. But I want I do want to say this. I hate um, Johnny got caught up in that that wreck early on. Well, Johnny screwed up on uh, tires and qualifying that really put him behind the eight yeah. ball there. Is I think he was set up to go. I think he had on uh, national tires or something. He was set up to go to uh, Cherokee. Yeah. Well. <laughs> He told me before the race, he said, all right, now five laps, I'm going to be up beside you. And I think it was, he was lap, getting there. lap four, um, under caution, he pulled up beside me and, and to let me know he was behind me, uh-huh. even though I already knew he was. Well, how, how good was that racetrack, though? That, oh, my gosh. That's the best Dude. racetrack I've been on in a very long time. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Last I know I knew the track well, turned out decent last yeah. night. Last week, it was couldn't amazing. touch it. It, it held moisture. There was multiple racing grooves, and that's when Justin made that outside pass, which nobody got video of. 
and I hated there it. There was. Was there? I found a video. It was, uh, I think, Nathan's Racing Adventures or oh, something. Oh, did he get it? Yeah, he okay. sure did. He did get it. That's another young man that I don't talk about a whole lot, but he's he's got a lot of promise in this uh, in this community with doing what he does. I know he has aspirations of, of being an announcer, kind of like you and myself, and uh, and doing some other stuff. But he does a lot of a lot of good filming. Still real young. He's I think he's still under ten years old. Long way to go, but he's got a lot of promise. And he'll sit up there. He'll message us every week, man. He'll message. Can I come film? Can I cut you? Heck yeah. You can I mean, put it all on your YouTube, man. I mean, that's like Travis Scott. You know, uh-huh. he, he's now the hunt, front, hunt the front announcer. But when I first met, I first known Travis. I was thinking Travis Scott, the rapper. <laughs> we were way. <laughs> no, there is a, there's two Travis Scotts. We're going to talk about this. Oh, one. baby. Not okay. the dollar he's sign, actually, Travis Scott. Like, Scott well, with an S. Yeah. <laughs> all right, continue. Anyway. But he um he started announcing I think like I think he had started announcing Southern All Stars and Carolina Clash and sure. stuff like that when he was probably eighteen nineteen mm-hmm. somewhere in there and you know he was he's been around this game for a long time and he kind of takes him away from the racetrack a lot because of his job because he's a paramedic mm. and uh, I think that's I'm pretty sure that's what he does but he's I believe he's in the medical pretty much the medical EMS field or whatever. Now, is he the one that says that said I think it was no, last year no, Ross no. Bells is pushing That's Dwayne Keith. Okay. I That's Dwayne. Dwayne's been doing Southern All-Stars and uh um, He's been at Southern All-Stars he, for a long, he long time. last night? Yes, he was okay, yeah, last night. I thought night. that was him. Dwayne Dwayne's another guy. I love listening to Dwayne. Oh yeah. He's high energy. Yeah. He's really high energy, which I love. Oh yeah. And like the push and pee thing is one of the best calls of all time. It went very viral. It went super viral. He he come up with the Ross Bell's pushing P at Scrabble. And the little voice crack made it even better. Oh, my God. It was amazing. (laughs) But just some general stuff. There's other people that do it. I'm not going to name names. but I remember him at Gaffney, I think, when Ross Bell's first won March Madness. Uh And I went back and watched it one time, and I think he sent in about – I think the – I think the quote was, "Is he's a, he's a 17 five-color T-shirt or something like that. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Goes. Golly. <laughs> I went back and I was like, "There's some, that's something that, that I'm sitting here thinking, how in the world can you make that up that quick? Oh, man. And this transition. That, that's something I would have, like, I mean, coming from me, I'm sitting there thinking, how do you come up with that that quick? Exactly. Other witty guys, man, like Hunter and I were talking about last night when we got back from the track, just announcers that we loved listening to when we were little. And I mean, of course, you got uh, Faulkner and all that was up there at Gaffney forever. Yeah. And of course, it was uh, around here. I can't think of that, but AJ Rodonis was at Sumter for a long time. And uh, I know Allen's Allen's at Lakeview now. Who was who was at Lakeview before Allen was? I I really don't know. Uh-huh. I okay. yeah. So. Leave it to Matt to not know anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say one of the biggest announcers in motorsports around my area is um, Danny Lockamy. His he, yeah, he yeah, announces yeah. at Darlington. He'll do. I guess some races at Timmonsville, Dillon, maybe. I, I mean, and, and he also has the uh, talk show on uh, 92.5. Which I would love to do. but We need I, to go course, one. With, with, with my, we got with, the invite. We, we do have the invite, but with my work schedule. Um, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, but I hope get a vacation week or something. Mm-hmm. We can head on to Florence on a on a, on a uh, Monday evening and, and do the, the Dan Lockamy show or What's it exactly called? I know. Uh, I know it's just a race. It's a racing show. It's like yeah. I think it's now that's racing or yeah. Well, he's had he's had a lot of our local guys on. He's yeah. Um, I had a cousin Charles that was, Todd does it a lot. I believe yeah. And, and uh, people off of um from Lakeview, uh, Mr. Yeah. Tim. Well, and Blake did it one time as well too. My cousin Michael Elliott used to be the co-host. Oh, really? After um Mr. Rudy Branham passed away, right? Uh, my cousin Michael took that over. Now I don't, I don't know if he still does it or not. He might. Huh. Well, that's interesting. But yeah, definitely something we need to do. I, I would re- thoroughly enjoy talking to, to Dan about that and 
Um, I know Hunter, you you from up there. We were we were sharing a ton of names last night that were just guys that we listened to whenever we were little. Of course, you up there. There's a lot more. There's a lot more tracks around where you're from because um, you had guys at Harris, Carolina. I know Abernathy's been at Carolina for a long time now. Yeah, Mark's but, been at Carolina since like I think 2007. Yeah. So like, and he's been there ever since. Uh, you know, Mark Huey with Carolina Clash. Oh my God. And he best he was at Lancaster. He was at Lancaster for many, many, many years. The best voice in racing. Amen. And oh then, my God. Um, you know, one of the best probably singing announcers I've ever heard in yeah. my life. Yeah. Um, and then you have guys like, you know, Tommy Tedder. He's been around this stuff for a long time. I've known Tommy for many, many years. Nicest guy, too. Oh, God. Tommy's yeah. the nicest a- absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, Walter Faulkner, who was yep. legend, Walter Tapp. And, uh, oh, Walter's good, too. And then um, yep. there's there, the list goes on and on. Uh, Dale Wilkerson at Harris. He, mm-hmm. he was. He's probably one that I probably owe a lot to for me getting into this, to be honest with well, you. So, and a him guy and that, Walter Tapp. A guy that doesn't get enough credit right now for what he's doing is Cody Early. Oh, yeah. Cody Early oh, yeah. is Absolutely. so busy. Oh, yeah. oh, my God, he's busy. He goes – he's got, obviously, the Southern National Series that he does spring and summer. He runs a, a whole iRacing oh, yeah. series. It's a big deal. It's, it's, it's a huge deal, deal in the yeah. iRacing world. It's probably one of the biggest leagues out there. Which I, I believe they're opening up so you can, you and I can race it next year as well. Well, um, we're too late for the icebreaker. They've already filled it up. Yeah, I, I ain't worried about the icebreaker. No. I wasn't going to win it. I'm talking Maybe, about their series he, next year. Um, he also does uh, Crate Racing USA stuff. Yes, he does mm-hmm. Crate Racing USA. Who's the He's older fellow that does some of those races too? Uh, There's an older fellow. He's really Kelly. good. He's really good. Is he, uh, does he have a... Uh, uh, got white hair and got a white mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe the older fella. He's yeah. really good. He's actually a track chaplain, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's uh, Racing with Jesus Ministries. or I think that's what it is, but he announces that at Alltech, too. Yeah, so yeah. That's that's who exactly. you're talking about. I've seen him do some big races down there. And um, who else do we want to mention here that's just really good? Eddie Pollard. I don't want. I don't want to leave anybody out, but he, yeah. he just keeps going. Yeah, it's, it's a, dude. It's a huge list. Um, Jack Craig, you know, bumping oh, Jack yeah. cornbread like, butter beans, baby. Like God, Jack. I love Jack Craig. He's he's the best man. He uh, Matt and I were up at uh, at uh, Friendship, Friendship um, a year ago now, right before they closed down for the the first big. It was a first big mid east triple header night up there. Jack was on the call for all the stuff, and there was a. Uh, there was a fight in the 602 race oh. on the back straightaway. Now this was this was a this was a fun night, but as soon as it all went down, Jack, without missing a beat, he'll come over to the loudspeaker and says, "Now I bet these race fans really appreciate that if y'all brought it around here to the front stretch." He did. And, but I'll tell you, this is this is night. Who was it? It was somebody's crew member. It was Jordan Kohler's little brother. Uh, he got caught up in it, and their crew Evan, member, yep. their crew member, hit somebody in. The- <laughs> no, not just hit somebody in the head. Hit the cop, hit the cop the in the head with a light stick, and the cop come back around. Um, the, I was over, I was over in turn three filming. This is when I caught a video that went viral on TikTok of um, it was Typhoon Tide Norder, and um, there was a twenty car in the modified race. I can't think of his name. I don't know his Trey name. Stamper. He had a gorilla. Stamper, on the car. Yeah. yeah, Stamper. Trey Stamper. They got into it in turn three, and the wreck right ended in up in my lap. It was right here in my lap. And that went viral on TikTok. But anywho, after that all went down, there was a bit of a skirmish between Trey's family and Ty and all that. And the cops were over there nearest. And, and Matt and I turned to him. Matt goes, now which one of y'all was the one just got hit in the head? And the guy goes, the guy puts his hand up. He goes, that was me. Guy thought it was, guy thought it was Star Wars. And, and I guess he didn't, he didn't want to take a trip to the jailhouse that night. So they let him go. But that was, that was a fun night, man. 
That was a fun. I, that was also the night we played rock paper scissors during the red uh, flag. Uh-huh. Red flag rock paper scissors. One I didn't win a single round. Matt did not win at all. Not he at didn't all. win at all. Not one. He was stopped on the back stretch. I was sitting there with a the glow stick talking about rock paper scissors. <laughs> Shoot. And, uh, and he played back and he didn't win. I know y'all had a, a time or two up there at friendship. Yeah, um, yeah, I think we we, we uh, well, Jason. When at one time it was a pretty much a regular thing for Blue Ridge Outlaws to be at Friendship, right. and I just you know different changes in management and di- different things like that at the Speedway. You know, it's kind of been in and out, but you know, um, you know, it, we've always been you know we're we're still going and keeping on going what we got right now, and you know we still got a lot of great racetracks we go to. Right. You know, I tell you, a, a hidden gem is probably East Lincoln. It is. Um, it's it's a place that you know. Well, Ray Everham owned it and ran it at one time, but you know, with it with the location of where it's at, it's not far from Mooresville. Mm-hmm. It's not far from Gastonia. Um, you know, it's pretty pretty central in a way, and you know, there's a lot of people can be intimidated by it because you're sitting there thinking, well, we might tear a bunch of stuff up when we get here. But it turns out nine times out of ten, I don't hardly see much tore up at all. Okay. Um, that's like um, the last time we was there, Colt Smith, he um, got on the out and, and track was a little dry on that night, but he could, the outside, you could, you're pretty much, you could run the outside and turn one and two, three and four a lot of times, you end up on the bottom, but he uh, come from 14th to third that night and passed everybody on the outside and didn't, and did not touch a single car. He didn't have a tire mark on it anywhere. Yeah, that... He told me about that last night. And Colt's another guy, a, a young guy that um, he was racing Lawrence County for mm-hmm. you know four or five years there. Got a bunch of limited wins and all six hundred two, yeah, yeah six hundred two wins, limited wins. I know he uh, don't he have a son that's starting to race now? CJ, yeah, yeah, CJ. Um, he used to race go karts a few years ago when I first met Colt and him, and he's kind of got his first win last year too. Yeah, he had been running like Young Guns front wheel drive or whatever, but he's kind of they he hadn't been racing a whole lot. It's kind of Put a little bit on the back burner because I think he does wrestling or I think he's right. in some other sports and stuff like that. But uh, you talking about? Uh, I don't know if you've ever met Cole or not. Nicest but, guy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he, that's somebody you're talking about as passionate as they can get. They were five minutes away from the track yesterday at, at Sumter, and they had a, a they had the lugs come off of one of the trailer tires, and they were able to make it there and like barely like getting ready there for for hot laps. So they they that that bunch right there, if they're gonna if there's a wheel, there's a way. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And y'all got a, a lot of guys like that. Not not to you know single anybody out, but y'all got a lot of guys that are just you know great people all around. I mean, you talk about Scott Shirey oh, yeah. and and all of their crew. Elliot Sanders, Elliot Sanders is one of the nicest yeah. guy I've ever met. You know, absolutely. So, Nick Nick Deeks is oh, another yeah. one of them. And I actually I, bought my first six oh four from him. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, we forgot Nick, to set the timing on it, and we went out the first race, blew it on the third lap of the race. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about Nick though, like. Um, last year, I don't know if you ever heard this or not, but I didn't know this until like the first of the year that Buffalo Bar and Grill, Jeff Robinson, yep. he um, he's actually a part-time bartender. Nick is, yeah. Nick is. So, he, one time he worked at Buffalo Bar and Grill a long time. Well, there was a banquet. It was Walter Tapp 602 banquet earlier this year. So, they had this up, upper deck bar, and then they had the like a private party area and everything. So, I walk up the steps, and the first person I see is Nick. And I just found out that he was running with us full time. And I looked at him, I said, what in the world are you doing here? And he said, he said, well, I'm a bartender. You didn't know that? And I was like, well, you didn't tell me any. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Now, he, he could be out there serving up mixed drinks after That's, that's why I call him the racing bartender. 
He, he could be out there serving up mixed drinks after the feature's over. Get everybody all nice and happy. Well, I don't know about happy. Happy? Yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to make them happy. You, you deal with racers long enough, you know it's pretty hard to make them happy. We're dealing, we deal with it all the time. I know y'all do, too. Oh, my god. With gosh. Blue Ridge. Yeah, yeah, but I take offense to that. I'm pretty happy. You're the worst one to deal with. <laughs> you're, you're, pretty, you're pretty easy. It's well, your daddy that gives me sometimes. <laughs> Well, well, I tell you, you know, like, but the moments like like last night for like with Derek Lane, for example, sure. that that's what makes it, it makes it worth it, it right? Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. It makes it worth it. Like I, I, the first time I think about the the, if you want to talk about something that makes all the the the, the drama and stuff worth it, was Matt knows this story very well because he's a part of it. Twenty nineteen, uh, Matt was really struggling whenever he first uh, first started. He. He he was that guy. We we've always had the rule. It tends to happen on them big jobs. It does. Yeah. Well, he was just get, he was really just getting into the late model game. I think it was what your second year in the late model third. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something but like that. but it was one of those things like we always had the rule: if you spin out three times unassisted, you have to go back to the trailer or whatever. And and he was that guy that you know every, just every just about every week it, it was happening, no matter what. But on one fateful night. One fateful night, he was able to put it all together and um, started fifth, come home yeah. to second. Started fifth, got up, worked his way up to second. I don't know what changed, but I when I tell you that I was up in the tower, this was this was the moment that he and I became friends. <laughs> this was the moment that he and I became friends because instantly I started cheering for him when I saw him start doing good. I was like, "You go, go, boy!" You and you go. were on the receiver at the time. I was on the receiver at the time. I wasn't announcing just yet. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You're on the receiver telling somebody to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on the race receiver. Tell, I, no, I was, he didn't do nah, all that. I didn't do all that. But <laughs> after the race, what really got me was um, whenever we were straight away behind the leader. Anyway, straight away behind the leader. The, still, the it don't matter. His daddy thought it was a win. He, I, I even crossed the line doing that. Right white now. flag, white flag lap. His dad is up, up, right at the edge of the track, hands in the air, celebrating already. His white flag one lap to go. By the time he got around to the checkered flag, his daddy. Is at the pit entrance on his knees, thanking God. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was that was a good night, and that's the moment that Matt yep. and I became best friends. And um, oh God, and that that's that was story. that was the first one that like made you realize why you do it. And I mean, other times there's more sentimental times, uh, but yeah, last night with Derek was another one. Oh, yeah. Just to finally see him eclipse that mountain finally, because I've been watching Derek Lane very for, deserving. I've been watching Derek Lane for years, um, racing at Sumter. He won a lot of races with us, mm-hmm. but then it was. It was whenever he he left us and went and raced with y'all. Like Gaffney finished second. Then the next week, I think he got that wreck. No, I think with he, the orange car. And he ran Harris the next week. I think I think it was Gaffney and Harris like like back to back weeks. I think. Yeah, I don't think he wrecked that night. Not that I recall. It was but it was soon after at least is when he stopped it was, racing. It was right after then. Yeah. Which I mean, and now now if you look back on it, was probably I guess a good thing because here he is now and he gets the biggest one of his career. Um, against the stout field, but I do have to say, I hated the bad luck for uh, Justin Mintz last night. I was like, and, and uh, that was one of those moments I was in shock. I was too. We dropped the green, and Matt, I'm not kidding. We dropped the green. He we go off in the first turn. Justin's got the whole shot. Next thing I knew, he's completely sideways and spins, mm-hmm. and I, my jaw dropped. I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And that, that's something I, you don't see, ever. right? You know, you don't see Justin Mintz make a mistake, right? Well, you expect that from like when you see somebody like Banjo or someone or Justin or Austin or somebody like that. I've seen it's, Banjo do that one time. It's it's real shocking, especially when you, when they got a million laps on that track. Exactly, that proves it right there to anybody it, it can make a mistake everybody. at yeah. any time. Anybody anybody can make a mistake. It, it's 100% true. Um, 
you think about Justin, he's won all but two local races. And, um, but this thing, he's always had bad luck when y'all come to town because, you know, the last time he runs second to Jay and then runs second to Jay a week later at Gaffney. Well, yep. Two, like, well, you know, the next two were like the, the last two times Justin's ran, he's ran second to the same guy. Exactly. So, and then this time it looked like he had all, he got it all turned around and, and then it happens. It's racing. You live from it or you learn from it. And he'll come back better and stronger and, and keep defending his bounty because it wasn't on the line last night. Right. Um, which, and that's another reason why they did that. Just local competition. It w- You understand, it wouldn't have been fair to our local guys. Right, right. It, it wouldn't have been fair to him because people are coming in with bigger motors and all that stuff. So, Different, that's the explanation you know, there. I mean, that would, I mean, that wouldn't be fair. I mean, I agree with you on that. Yeah, that's, it is what it is. It wasn't that much money anyways. I'm trying to get it up to uh, at least 500 So, that way Matt can go and... Uh, Matt can come in and, and he need, need a shot of luck. And, and, you know. <laughs> need a shot of luck for that. And and number one, he's got to finish. Number two, you can't wreck him. You can't wreck him. Yeah. That means you, Matt. <laughs> yeah. I try to keep my nose clean. Try, try. Good luck. Try. try got it. Like got last year's filler panel on it right now. Well, yeah, you know it happens. It, it does happen. Well, I stepped on it and Scott had nowhere to go. So. Oh, yeah. hmm. Scott had a good run last night, too. Scott, he, he did, you know, in the circumstances they had when he got in that wreck in the dash and tore up a bunch of stuff right. in the left front, and they was able to get it back repaired and pulled on. Uh, he ended up third. third, you know. Yeah. I mean, he he said car was not, you know, it was okay, but I mean, we were pretty decent. But obviously, I mean, you know, at this point, you know, he's thinking about points racing because this is his third. This is the he's the only person that I can recall. Uh, besides Chuck Smith and Mark Dysart that have went for the championship multiple years. Right. So, and Scott's come bridesmaid one time, mm-hmm. and then he come home third in the points last year. Right. So, it would, you know, he's he's hungry for it. And at this point, you know, we're just past halfway, so I, I guarantee you he's probably thinking, hey, I got to make sure I finish races and finish good. Well, and the weird part is at a time at Sumter, he was unstoppable. There was oh, a yeah. time that he won five Blue Ridge races in a row. I remember it's, that. It's almost like Ricky Weeks was. Um, oh, yeah. I'm think, yeah, Ricky oh, Weeks gosh. was untouchable at Sumter. Ricky's, you know, I, I miss seeing Ricky. Like we was yeah. talking about it last night, I miss seeing Ricky. You know, mm-hmm. um, I got to announce his last win. Really? At Lancaster. Um that's Three awesome. years ago, it was the Herbert Murray Hall of Fame race, and uh, Matthew Nance was leading the race, and then had a problem that night leading the race, and Ricky was able to take home the win. And you know, it was probably, and you know, what's funny about Ricky is, is that um, he don't live probably twenty minutes from me. Right. He's worked at Parton Lumber, Parton Lumber Company for I think thirty years. Okay. So that's how the Parton Lumber connection is there right. because he works for him, but. Um, you know, Ricky and my, my grandpa, they used to race against each other a little bit, but they've, I mean, Ricky's a little bit younger than my, than my father, my grandpa is. They're pretty good age difference apart, but, um, they're, you know, but talking about just good guys and Ricky at one time, you know, he was, you know, the man at Gaffney. Oh yeah. You know, seven track, seven track championships. I don't think they were all in a row. I have no idea which years they were, uh, but I have no clue. I'm going to have to find that. But now he never won a points championship with with the series, did he? No, 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 he didn't. Did he just not race with y'all enough? Because I know just about every time I saw him with you, the the one year that he was close, I think was 2018. Uh huh. And I think he missed like three races, and the three races that he wasn't at, um, the champion that year was able to pick it pick it up and um, that was because mike Hughes is in 27 to see so tim o'mango's 2015 yeah. Jimmy Mack 2016 2017 mike huey it was uh, david minton yeah. david minton 2018 yeah. 
And the the nights that Ricky wasn't there, David ran good those nights. Right. So he was able to pick up those little bit of points there. And then David's another guy that I kind of miss seeing. We hadn't seen him at all. He's um, he's raced a few times with us this year. He's raced yeah. more this year this time than he did last year at this point. Um, he runs his own business, Minton's sure. Automotive. So he's kind of he's another guy that um, you know he's pretty much just. Feeling the, he's pretty much just fitting the bill for everything himself. Uh-huh. So, um, and he tried to do some super racing a little bit, and he was like, and it was, you know, a lot of people get into where it's a bigger undertaking than a lot of people probably would realize, even if you're running like models. Right. Um, so, you know, David, he's back having fun with us, and uh, he's, he's a great guy. I don't know if you ever met David or not, but he's a, a great guy to be around. What about Brandon O'Neill? I know he won a championship with y'all. Uh, Brandon, yeah, um, he every now and then he's he's not a full time racer. He's he's a new daddy now. Okay, congratulations! I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's a new daddy now, and uh, there he's kind of busy, kind of, kind of with that too. And um, you know, everybody having kids. He just <laughs> kind of yeah. He except you, Ryan. Except and, me. Well, no, he's give, having kids. Give, give, his, give me give me a couple kids, years. His kids are dogs. My kid, my kid. I got I got three of them. Bad, them bad children. Bad dogs. You gotta wait till my they grow God. up a little bit. Dude, you ain't kidding. <laughs> yeah. Them suckers. Them suckers give me a run for my money. Yeah, but Brandon, he's kind of like the year that he ran the championship. That's the most races I've ever seen him run in a year. Um, Thirty something that year, wasn't it? Yeah. But, you know, I remember him running Carolina weekly at one time at East Lincoln and stuff like that. He'd run Lake Models there weekly. But, um, you know, Brandon's kind of one of those guys that he's never really ran a big, big schedule. You know, yeah, Gary Clark right. was that way for a long time. And, um, you know, he's raced a whole lot more year after year since then, since the, he won the championship two uh-huh. years ago. But, um, you know, there are just some guys that, you know, they don't, they don't, they're like, I'm not going to try to race every week. It's, you know, too much of a, right. uh, you know, it can be hard. That it is can. hard to do yeah. every single oh, yeah. week. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You got to sacrifice a lot of and time, then, a lot of money. You know. When it comes to you know double headers, back to back nights, it, it, it oh, yeah. gets Especially tough. If you got a family, oh my gosh, dude, you ain't kidding. It, it gets real tough. We we figured that out trying to race the super stuff a little bit with Danja and all. It, especially that was. That was right. He welcome was trying to, the, to welcome to the big boy leagues. Yeah, right. was, once yeah. you once you start getting those traveling series like y'all or steel blocks steel or block, mid east oh, yeah. and stuff like that, it's 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 not it's more of a lifestyle instead of a hobby at that yeah, point. Hundred percent. It's more of a it job. Is, it's but, more of a yeah. job than you, know, you want it to be. But I will say this, you know, we do have multiple like like two day shows coming up, mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, those are the most fun. They are, they are. because we have those Friday night shows, and we kind of get done a little early, about nine nine thirty or something like that, and everybody hangs out and really not in a hurry. No, right. Unless you're, if you didn't tear up anything, what's the point in being in a hurry? Well, that's why I love stuff like I love like when SCDRA comes to town or whatever, and they do a two night show. You can sit there, have a little pit party, hang out with everybody, share yes. stories, you know. That's what I'm excited for about East Lincoln in a few weeks, you know, for, for Labor Day in about a month, you know. Sure. So that that's that's always that's a, that was a fun race last mm-hmm. year. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's, and just speaking, that's always been my favorite part of racing, man, is just talking to people, sharing stories. You know, I, I mean, I love the on track stuff, but I I love hearing, you know, old stories about back in the day, especially you know where I grew up in Sumter about old Bob Sharp races, Gibbons races. Um, Whenever uh, Griffin was out there racing late models and, and stuff like that, but of course you grew up around uh, the big half the the big half mile when it was a half mile up there in, uh, in Gaffney and um, oh my God. close to Harris and all as well. Here I we mean, what, what kind of stories we got up there? Let's share some stuff, man. Let's okay. really get into the weeds here. All right, we'll start from the top. Shall Let's we? start from the top. Uh, this all this is some good stuff here. So, 
Um, my let's see, my grand my grandpa raced. They raced uh, Gaffney a lot in like the eighties. Mm-hmm. You remember the old Wedge Lake models? Like Sean Harrell had those big legs yeah. and panels. He used to race them every week. Well, not too long ago, we saw Ed Gibbons on Facebook. Mister Sean posted. Yeah, sharing yeah, there were some old videos of their, of their like Wedge that. car. Yeah, yep. Yep. okay. Well, um, you know, he's run stuff like that at one time and uh, different, many different varieties of stuff. But um, I was telling, I think I told Ryan this last night, um, and I showed you that video, the 1994 Blue Gray 100. Well, that year, um, we had a, they had a class at Thunder Valley in Gaffney called Supermod 4. Okay. Which you could run a full tube chassis car and just put a four-cylinder motor in it. So they had the bright idea to go to, they went to Tony Ford <laughs> at TNT Chassis in Piney Flats, Tennessee. So they go buy this late mall and they put a four cylinder motor in it. <laughs> I'm not joking. And it was on it was on American Racers at that time we were running them. Right. And um, well, it was McCreary at the time, but um, McCreary brand. But anyway, um, I think seven. They ran seventeen races that year at Thunder Valley, and they won fourteen of them. Wow! Wow! Um, that's just the difference on the car there. And, um, well, um, if we didn't blow up, if we didn't blow up or something like that, we won the race. Um, we, and we, and I'll just go ahead and just lay it out there. We kicked our ass a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, we was at Gaffney at, um, Blue Gray 100. This is before I was born. It's probably about three or four years before I was born. But, um, Kenny Copson, who was a Carolina class champion yep. at one time. And at this time, he was still in high school. So, um, Kenny, they wanted to come down and, on this race, on, and run this big race or whatever. So, they brought this big hauler in, and this thing is jet black. It is nice as you can paint it. And they were looking around going, who is this joker? So, they thought it was a late model. They come and roll this four-cylinder out. You know what gets and me when people show up with front-wheel drives and big stackers? Kyle Jinks. That gets me. Kyle, Kyle Jinks is one of them. Yes. I thought, <laughs> that cracks me up, man. And, and, and I'm sorry about sidetracking, but when I first seen that hauler, I'm like, who is this? That's, that's some money there. And then they rolled the back door out, and I see a it's Honda. It's a little Nissan. It's a Nissan. It was a, it was a Nissan at the time. I, well, well, I can't remember what it was. But anyway, I don't, I didn't pay attention that close, but I was like, this is a freaking hatchback, for God's sake. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so at that time, Kenny was still in high school, and he lived. In, they live in Bland, Virginia. Uh-huh. Inside a mountain, basically. Yeah. I like, own like half a mountain. So they flew him down. Here comes a helicopter, comes in, and they land him in the parking lot at Gaffney. Right. On Saturday, whenever it was. Heck yeah. Well, it was actually Friday because he got out of school and then he got on a plane and then they flew to, flew to Gaffney. So they're hanging around and they're like, hey, y'all want some, they're asking everybody, y'all want some steaks? Y'all want these? And, and just, just as friendly as they can be. Sure. Well, um, on Sunday, on the big race, um, they were, Kenny and my grandpa were on the front row of the Super Mod 4 race at the Blue Gray. So they run like the first or second lap or something, and they come down off turn four, and my grandpa, something happened to the car or something, and he, Kenny was right behind him. He was right on him, right on his bumper. Uh-huh. So he, his hand flew up, hit the kill switch. Like he got hit, like Kenny made, bumped him, and like his hand flew up, hit the kill switch, cut the car off at the start finish line. Kenny had run in the back of him and took off across the racetrack and hit the wall. Wow. So they're thinking, and so we went on one to race, but when we went to go went across the scale, somebody wanted to protest and we refused to tear down. Oh. So we ended up DQ from the Blue Gray yeah. that year. 
But they were sitting there sitting thinking, oh, God, this is not going to be good. We just wrecked this kid's car. Oh, Lord. And they get back to the pits, and they come over there, and one of them, and, and their mom come over, his mom come over there and said, hey, hey, you guys want anything to eat or anything like that? Like, nothing would happen. As nice as can be. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's kind of the way you have to be there, uh, you know, especially. I, I know a lot of guys that, that race together, like uh, talk, talking about uh, Austin Rodonis, Mikey Corsi. They race out of the same shop. They use the same couple trailers, whatever. They wrecked each other a couple weeks ago. They had to sit there in shame and load up together because they wrecked each other. Don't it always work out that way? Did it you, does. The guy you wrecked, you end up parking beside him. Well, a few weeks ago at Sumter, y'all had Chandler Fowler and Bradley Fowler. And they wrecked each other. Son, <laughs> and they wrecked each other. <laughs> wrecked each other. Wasn't, that, wasn't that the first race when we were there? And I they think it was. That was That's what it was. Yep. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. They wrecked each other. Imagine that right home. My God. They, <laughs> well, at least they come in separate trailers, though. So they can kind they of did. get a little they wild. Come right. in it, can, it, it can either escalate where you're boiling hot ass uh-huh. mad when you get home or you're going to be cooled down by the time yeah. you get yep. back. But, um, all right. So, more Gaffney stories. Um, well, I, I'll just say this. Now, this is where y'all, both of you and, and, and my families were different, is y'all both grew up, you know, dad's raced granddad's raced uncle's race whatever and my family was more or less like we just went to the racetrack we weren't you know really into it like that so that's why i like having of course matt around because he can sit there and talk about you know his uncle jd and his dad and and uh and johnny and everybody else that, was that, that raced your uncle or your great uncle jd was my great uncle okay. and johnny's my second cousin uh jd and my granddad were brothers okay i got you yeah, so, i mean and they were obviously you know racing lakeview and all those tracks around there and and you guys were up there racing were y'all just really racing gaffney and uh let's see was harris around at the time oh yeah harris has been around what, since, uh, what tracks are up there that y'all used to race that, that have shut down by now uh riverside okay. um which is actually it was called travers rest at one time but it's a little bit probably about four miles down the road from where tr is now right um it's now like a golf course and a big like oh. hotel venue or something and, oh big money but but the way they've got the parking lot laid out it's got it's laid over the the blue like the area view of the racetrack right so they kind of just model it after the way the racetrack was shaped at riverside okay. did y'all do ever do any racing like i-20 or no did they ever get down this way no we yeah we really didn't we didn't really get down this way much um you know mostly it was uh carolina harris gaffney riverside um i think sh- I think Buffalo and maybe Sugar Creek. I heard about Buffalo. I know, Matt, y'all y'all did a lot of racing at a bunch of tracks are closed down now too, right? Well, Dad raced at I twenty. Right. That's one of the first places uh there, Columbia Speedway. Yeah. Um there's a track that closed down in the late seventies that Uncle J D raced at Marion County Speedway. Sure. I actually went out there uh back in twenty twenty to explore it. Not the most legal way, but <laughs> I mean Is there anything there still? Uh it's they turned it into a hunting hunting oh. ground, so I kinda got scared when I seen a deer stand. I was like, eh, oh. I might not need to be here. <laughs> Somebody might have a camera here. Well, you, yeah. still, you still took a rifle with but you or whatever. It, it was cool though, because all the embankment was still there and everything. I could still see the track. What's the track up in North Carolina that shut down? Um Metrolina. No, not, not Metrolina. The one that um, I think Michael Butler and them used to race. Dublin. At. Dublin. I always Dublin. heard that was... It was a fast track. It was fast. It was yeah. very fast. I didn't like it because they always had... Every time they would always have holes in the track. It was, um, every time I went, it was super bad. It, they would always work the track right before the rain came. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. in qualifying. Yeah. So, I mean, there was... That, there was some things that they they did. Now I never got the experience to, to race on it right. because I always said that I don't want to tear my car up because I'd be bumped something 
on the on the surface and it would mm-hmm. come apart. Right. But yeah. Man, but you're talking about your daddy. He was racing, you know, uh, Carolina and, and uh, or at Columbia Speedway and I twenty. Those were back in the days, and I know Hunter, you went through this too, where you would you'd have a race Thursday night, mm-hmm. you could go yep. somewhere else, race Friday night, go somewhere else, race Saturday night, and go go somewhere else, race Sunday night, and then go back home for get ready for the next week. Uncle JD would race all those nights, and then Monday, and then Monday, and then Monday, Who would and, and it wouldn't be. I don't remember, but it wouldn't be all dirt or all asphalt. He'd right. race dirt. Asphalt, dirt, asphalt. I mean, it well, that's what you could track. do that back then. Right, because you, you can't could, do it now. All you had to do was swap tires. You really, you really can't do that now. No, I don't know many no, guys no. that could do that now. I remember y'all wanted to do a Blue Ridge race on asphalt at one point. Y'all at were talking Dillon. about doing it at, at Dillon. Dillon. Yep. It, I would have done that too. I, I got to. It's just I don't know it. I really don't know what's kept us from doing it. I really don't. And I really, I wish I had the answer to give you. But I mean, that's something I have no clue about. But I will tell you the one thing that I am looking for is to hold the uh, the Southern Ways Like Model uh, oh, Association. Yeah. Yes. God, I was yes. going to ask I'm, you about that. Um, man, I'm I'm excited about it. Um, we pretty much worked out with AFCO about the spec shock or where, what shock you got to run. It's going to be a hard tire. I don't know what it's going to be yet uh-huh. or anything, but it's probably going to be like a hard tire. Um, I think you can't run over a 2015 model chassis. Okay. So pretty much you can find like mid two thousand stuff, whatever. And I mean, it's it's. I'm really. I think we got we got one race scheduled. I'm not sure where it's going to be at yet, but we're going to do one toward the end of the year. We want we need to have a, probably at least about ten cars or so, and try to. I think six to ten cars or something like that, just to kind of showcase and show off and everything. Now is this going to be a deal? I know I know he's doing the wedge stuff, but is he you know envision of putting billboards on them and and doing it like re- kicking it real old school? Or are we just doing wedges? I mean, they're both going to be super fast. You know, but. I've I've not really I've not went into detail with Jason about that um, about every every little nick and nick and cranny. Yeah. yeah, but you, I mean, there we got a rule book and everything. Mm-hmm. So if, I mean, you can go look at it. So I was just saying, if you, I have I haven't looked at the rule book, but I mean to, to see. You know, I, I would I love to see a billboard race again. Honestly, I know Lakeview did a couple, and yeah. they they went one went really good, and then one went bad. It's all that goes straight down, you know, mm-hmm. instead yeah. of having those elephant ears and all yeah. that. There's one guy that's got one; it's hand painted, and it's bad looking. It's, it's right. pretty cool. I will say though, man, I I love how Lake models look. They don't compare to them wedge bodies. Man, no, that, man, that, that my so the, my ball run that stuff like mm-hmm. that, and yeah. it's a whole different world. Yeah. It, well, not not only your papa, but your daddy run late models a little bit uh, here and there. Oh, yeah. You were telling me a story earlier. He had a, a brand new car. I'll let you tell the story, but oh, it's, uh, with right. uh, yeah, I tell you this. This is how long I've known John and Johnny personally. I've been friends with him for instance, since I was a kid. This was two thousand and eight, I think. My my dad has been running GRTs, and he sold his about oh five, oh six, or whatever, and he quit for about two years. So. He went and bought a brand new Barry Wright. So we was gonna go run crates. We had we had we had all we had to do was get ready to put a motor in. I think we had to finish up a few things with suspension or whatever, but it was pretty close to being race ready. So this was it was end of the season already. I think it was like April or something. I can't remember exactly. I mean I was only ten years old at the time. So um I I do remember John Persley called my dad and he said, um, he said, uh, well, he said, he said, he said, uh, Weaver, he said, nobody ever called my dad Robbie. They'd always say his last name, Rob, or something, something, something like that. Right. And that, a lot of people call me that. But anyway, maybe like, uh, he, uh, John called him, he said, hey, um, is that car pretty close to being 
done almost race ready where you could, you know, pretty much race in a day or two? And he said, yeah, why? And he had, he said, um, he said, well, he said, Johnny, we wrecked our car last week and we're running for the points at Carolina. I think they're running limited. And he said, um, he, he said, is that, he said, I'm going to come look at it. So he comes back, pulls up to the shop. I'm not, I'm, I'll never forget this. Pulls up with that trailer, pulls up with the trailer, backs it up to the shop door. And, um, he went and looked at it, walked around it for a minute. And he was like, like I'm, he said, how much you want for it? He gave him some price. Can't remember how much it was. And um, he took out he took out an envelope took out a took out a, a wad of money I mean it's stacked probably about you could probably stack two about three two quarters high and um, putting them you know one top on top of each other and uh, he threw it on the take on the car and he said I'll take it with me so you so know it's serious somebody pulls morning. out an envelope full of money boy this was a Friday morning at nine a.m. he come and got the car they took it to Carolina that and uh, they took it back to the shop put a motor in it, put all the suspension on it, and set up the car. So about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, John calls my dad back again. He says, well, he said, he said, I think you got a pretty good car. He said, well, how come you see? He said, I think I, I, see, I thought I had a pretty good one. He said, oh, you have no clue. He was like, oh, we just want to buy half a track. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And that's when your daddy regretted selling that car. <laughs> he, he, he got off the phone. He said, damn it. I wish I <laughs> hey, we all been there, man. Well, but uh, I, I'm glad I sold my car to the one that I had for a couple of months. I'm glad <laughs> I got it. I wanted in. to race it, huh? I wanted to race I wanted, it. I wanted, I wanted to drive it too, man. But then I realized how much it was going to cost to upkeep a yeah. mini stock in this economy right now, especially a Toyota mini stock at that. I got oh, rid yeah. of it. It was. Mini, uh, it's kind of. That's a. That's. I don't know. It, it's. I love mini stocks, but a lot of times, like it. It can be a little more expensive than mm-hmm. what people realize it is. You probably, oh yeah, even best thing, the best thing is probably freaking Crown Vic. Oh I yeah, oh yeah. Because I got, I got a guy. Yeah. I can get a free Crown Vic if they start that class. I know where one is at. I, I would love to do Crown Vic. I would do it too. Man, I would there's do fifteen, it. twenty of them at Harris every yeah. week. Call it Cop Stop. Cops. They had them at uh, at Scriven last That's night. We watched called, the end of. Yeah. We watched. We watched yeah. the Cop Stop yeah. race at Scriven last night. Dude, these were these guys were banging boards. Um, it was, um, there's a fellow who runs our, uh, our enduro every year at Sumter, Brian Barnes. Mm-hmm. Um, and people listen or remember him cause he's the guy that got stuck on the inside guardrail for about 75 laps this past year. But Oof. the white flag turn one at Screvin, he went out of there to boom, right into the guy, sent him up into the wall. They didn't say a thing. They let him ride. <laughs> and, I mean, that's the kind of racing you want to see, man. I mean, of course it's a little, it's, it's a little here or there, but that's the kind of race you want to see is guys getting in there really banging it up and, and racing, you know. And that's what a lot of these just just to say it, a lot of these late model guys can't do that because these cars are so fidgety. If you if you touch them the wrong way, it's the same thing with sprint cars. If you slightly it's, touch yeah. wheels, it'll snatch that wheel out your hand. Yeah, I, I I believe you. I believe like you. You you can't get in there and and race door to door in a late model. Mm-mm. Really, it's hard anymore. to. You yeah. can, but it, it's it's hard to. That's why I want to see the, the wedge cars come back because you can do it back in the day. You you could you could run them back in the day and you could get up there beside each other, start beating some doors down, trading some paint. But nowadays these cars are so aero dependent, it's, it's ridiculous. Talking about trading paint. Okay. Oh so this is like I racing out. All right. So two, <laughs> 2002, was it Gaffney? So my dad was running like limited sports, like street stock type stuff at the time. He was running. It was called Stock Eight. So it is one of the funniest things. It, it, it's it's so stupid, but. 
Um, so my dad's running a stake at a guy named Jim Wilson. Okay. And they take the white flag, and they wasn't no wall at Gaffney at the time in one and two. <laughs> bad size. When you mile. said that, bad size just got yes, as wide as a football. My well, Lord. No walls well, in a half mile. So, oh, no. so they were probably running the middle, middle of the high side. I mean, they wasn't right right up against the barrier or nothing. But yeah. anyway, so they, they talk about in the air dependent thing is uh, he got on the outside of right rear quarter panel and like just took the air right, like just took it right out from underneath him. Didn't touch him at all. My dad went on one to race. Sure. So at the time at Gaffney, you had to go in the tower to pick up your payout. So you had to basically drive up behind the grandstands and walk up in the tower to pick your payout up. But payout wasn't ready yet. So they go back down to the the, the, the grandstand. They're sitting there watching the late model race. And these people were sitting down below below them, and they were just giving somebody some immortal hell. I don't know. What, and they, then they listened to it a minute, and they figured out they was talking about him. Mm-hmm. They didn't know who he was. And they was just saying, he is he hauling around, just saying, talking about being, being, being a dirty driver and all kind of stuff. Well, the guy that used to help my dad at the time used to smoke cigarettes. Well, right. it's okay. All right. So my dad was like, I think we need to get ready to get him. We need to move or something. He said, hold on a minute. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So he looked down and he, he went down and tapped this woman on the shoulder. And he said, hey, man, he said, you got a, a light I can bum off of you. So she turns around and she said, yeah, sure. So she turns around, he lights a cigarette up, hands that lighter back to her. She comes, turns, turns around, starts talking to him about my dad with him sitting right there beside him. He's like, yeah, he's a dirty driver. And he was like, and he's, and he's sitting there beside my dad. He's like, yeah, he sure is, ain't he? You want to talk to him? He's right here. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Golly, man. He's, he was sitting there. He was sweet. He said he was sweating. He beating him. He was like, oh, my God. He was red. But speaking of aerodynamics, though, there was only one. This was a long time ago. I was racing go karts back then. This was probably about 2007, 2008. Uh-huh. I was racing at a track called Possum Kingdom. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I, there was 14 go karts there in my class that night. Mm-hmm. I was probably running eight. There was the top six had pulled off from the pack I was in. So I was running, I was second in my pack. And Possum was, Kingdom's was, a huge race. Oh, yeah, track. you have to draft there. Mm-hmm. And. And I pulled. I was trying to pass seventh place, and I pulled down, coming off a of turn four to go up underneath him. And when I did, before I even got to the flag stand, I was already in last. Wow. As yeah. So era dependent. My gosh. And, yeah, drafting in go karts is crazy. It is, and I mean, and y'all two were both from the came from that you know go kart neck of the woods. At Hunter, of course, still in it. You were running bit. the. Uh, you were announcing a bunch of races and. Uh, running the the media page for a while there, I, I want to say that you you shut that down by now, right? Yeah, it um it was let's see, it was first of last year, right. and I mean I still I still try to go over now and then, but I'm so busy now with, oh, yeah. with, with me working yeah. and then um, doing you know I deal with the, with the Blue Ridge and everything. It it takes me away from it a lot, but when I try to, when I get a chance, I try to go right. Um, especially I mean, some of the bigger races. And you're you're not only doing Blue Ridge now, you're doing a lot of local shows too. It, uh, you've been at TR. Yeah, a few I've, been, times. I've been filling in there a little bit, like on Friday nights, and it's been a pretty good time doing that. Um, on Friday nights, getting there at 5, 6 o'clock or whatever, and getting out of there at 10, 11 o'clock or whatever, and be oh, yeah. home in an hour and some change, and you know, it's, it's pretty good. That's crazy. I don't know I don't know your look. He was talking about time just now. It made me think. I don't know about your look, but every time you come to race, we get done late. I'm talking to Matt now. Every time we come, you come to race, we get done late. Last night we were done before ten o'clock again. Well, this year I don't get it. Y'all have been really good about yeah, no. getting done pretty early. Last week was 
the latest I've seen. Now well, the I, it did it did rain two, and all that. The other two, yeah, right. Because I mean, we we had a late. Well, no, 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 no. It wasn't last week because it started raining at ten. It started raining at eleven o'clock. We had to stop. That's what it was. It was a week before mm-hmm. that. We went to almost twelve. I think. Something well, like that. the the two time the three times I've raced there, we got the first time we got done. It was still daylight. It was like yeah. seven forty five when I got done yeah. racing. Yeah. Second time we were out there by like ten o'clock. Yeah. We were at the gas station leaving at ten o'clock. So uh-huh. I mean, I, I last week you couldn't you y'all couldn't help that. Well, and and here's why I say this. I want your opinion on this, Hunter, too, because obviously with the series working and all, um, is it y'all stance too that you really don't, don't matter where it is, you want to be done before a certain time? Like, because for me personally, I don't want to be sitting at. I love racing to death, but I do not want to be sitting at a racetrack there until the wee hours of the morning. No, and you know, it, you know, every once in a while, it just it just happens. You know, it, if, yeah. if you if you have a bunch of cars and if it rains or just just different circumstances but not on a consistent basis no. whatsoever i mean it, i mean different tracks start at different times like would you would you, would you guys at sumter east lincoln lakeview pretty much start at 5 5 30 yeah and then um you know some places start at seven some places start at six thirty. right um you know we kind of want to be to where we're on the racetrack and we don't want to be on we want to be on the racetrack by roughly ten. Well, we 10-ish. got y'all. Y'all were on the racetrack but yesterday before, before dark, ten, yeah. or no? We don't. We don't want to be after that. Yeah. Y'all were on before it was dark yesterday. I mean, then that, that went. We were done. Pretty it. smooth. Nine. What time 15, did maybe? What time did we get on the racetrack? What seven forty five? It was. It was. Um. I want to say like eight thirty. Yeah, because we was done by nine thirty. I think. Yeah. Like with our race. Wait, done. Well, even with the the whole uh the or, the corn dog ordeal. Yeah, I mean, heck, I think I mean, everything, but um, heck, well, I think we was on the racetrack maybe, what, 30, 35 minutes maybe yeah. total, 30 yeah. lap race, so that even was, with a few cautions, so I mean, it was it pretty was, good. It was dang yeah. good is what it was. And I just need Matt to come show up for one of y'all's races and, and have a run. I need to, man. I need to. We run late in a few weeks. I, I want to get. Don't one say that. Tell him something. No, no. I, I mean, I'm I'm more than likely going to be running at the one in Lakeview, but I do want to get. I haven't been. We only run Sumter one more time. One since more time. I've gotten the car I'm in now, I have not raced the Blue Ridge race at Sumter. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Last time I raced the Blue Ridge race at Sumter was in the red car because I had no the wrap way. on it. Dustin Mitchell was there that night. He was driving the yes. 89. Johnny was there that yes. night. I tore the wall down in one and two. <laughs> you did. You did. So it's another guy I want to see race with y'all a little bit is Dustin Mitchell. Well, but he's doing he's doing big stuff right now though. And Corky's selling all the stuff apparently. Oh, uh, really? You haven't yeah. seen it on Ooh, Facebook? No, I have not. Yeah, it's all over oh, Facebook. Boy. Yeah. Well, he's been back in the in he, the D eight for a while too. He, he drove the D eight car last night at County Line. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, Corky hey. was. Helping. Guess who won at County Line? Take a guess. Michael Rouse. Michael Rouse. Of course. It's always Michael Rouse. Potato Express. The Sweet Potato Express, but one of my favorite guys. Hey, I don't know, have you ever he, met Michael? Yeah, he won. Great guy. What is it, Fayetteville? First time we went to Fayetteville, he great won. guy. He ran one time with us and won. And I swear, one, one start, one win. I swear, dude, if if he was if he was able to find some uh, some backing and really give it a go, I think he'd so. be solid. He used to race asphalt. I remember yeah. him running late models and stuff like that on asphalt, and he was pretty good over there. But um, you know where he's hit, he's hit his stride right now. Well, I remember twenty in twenty twenty. He had a sponsorship by uh, one of the the governmental candidates in uh, North Carolina. Um, it was uh, the candidate that lost, unfortunately. But still, he had it. He had the trailer. He's you know he's got that. Um, he's got the the semi hauler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had the whole thing wrapped in 
so and so for for governor and all that. And I'm, we were at uh, Fable, and he pulled up, and I said, "Damn, that's cool as shit." And <laughs> I think <laughs> I, that's the first time I had ever seen somebody like running for governor on a dirt car. And I mean, it's it's a, it's kind of a niche market. If if I decided to run I, for governor, I know where I'd campaign. I tell you, one of the coolest routes, you know, everybody knows who Jason Atkins was. He used to run the Fuel Series and everything. Yeah, yeah. His brother Ryan, when well, he used to race, yeah, he used to be sponsored by Tasty Cake and Combos and all that. You're probably so, talking about my car because that's who used to have my car. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Tony bought it from him, and I bought it from Tony. And John Blankenship was the first person to drive it. That's right. God, he he says that every week, like every Ryan, every podcast. Like, John Blankenship drove my car. Well, I mean, you know, it's, that's like that's Ryan, like Ryan Atkins. You know, he always had tasty cake and combos and mm-hmm. stuff like that on the side. Of you know what? K-pop. My sneaky favorite rap car is right now. Uh, I think you and I talked about this last night, but Steve Blackburn's car, that thirty nine is so sexy. Have you seen it, Matt? Yes, the one you seen it. I seen it last year at Friendship. Dude, oh my God, it's sexy. it was at Lakeview last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It There's was a, a picture with me, him, and Banks three wide in one and two. And also, oh, yeah. Nick Nick Dietz's car is, is sneaky pretty. I'm 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 a little biased, but mine's my Matt's favorite. is nice. Matt's is nice. Now <laughs> we Matt and I did almost have a falling out in our friendship over this oh, race yeah. car because he sent me a proof of a wrap and I hated it. I'll be honest, I hated it. And I said, that's ugly. And he said, no, it's not. It's beautiful. I love it. And I said, you are wrong. It had just random black bars going down the side of it. And so I called our our designer. I said, Matt, if you get that wrap, I ain't helping you with it. And so uh, we met up at our, our rap, uh, with our rap guy and, and got it figured out. And now he does have one of the prettiest cars. I don't think it's better than last year's, but it's up there. Um, the one the one you had last year was amazing. It was good. I it didn't it. see the track enough, though. It didn't. It didn't. Gaffney, Cherokee Speedway, baby, took it out. Yeah, that thing's pretty bad. But, um. That was a friendship last year. Wow. That was me, uh, me Blackburn. Steve, Steve Blackburn friendship last Colby, year. Colby Quick. Is Colby in Quick. The right there. Yeah. Colby Quick was up. Colby should run with y'all a little bit more, Colby too. Colby had a big win not too long ago. Did he really? I think he did. Huh. I, or it either he a, qualified was, pole or something. It was a crazy. It was, mm-hmm. What was it, Fayetteville? Oh, it must it, have been. I, I want to say it might have been Fayetteville. It was either Fayetteville or Gaffney. Hey, you know who's on a heck of a tear right now? It's Travis Steele. Or no, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Steele, sorry. Travis Travis was running with John not long ago. He's still good too, but Jeremy Steele's on a heck of a tear. No, he won um, at Bulls Gap the other week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and he, he won last night at, uh, at, Gaffney. at, at Gaffney, yeah. Uh, Derek Ramey finished second, didn't he? Yeah, Derek Ramey finished second. Another guy that I think should race more Blue Ridge stuff is uh, Derek Ramey. You know, he did the, the super stuff for a while and yeah. then got out of it because I think they started having kids or something. And um, he's back in it. I think yeah, I think they're pretty a lot of focused on the six hundred four program. And I yeah, think kind of what they're. I mean, I've talked to him about it a few times, but it just never really came to fruition. But you know, one guy we was talking about it ran. Um, you know, speaking of running Blue Ridge, was Anthony Sanders coming racing yeah. last Big A coming run last mm-hmm. night in his uncle Doug's car. You know, and run fourth last night. And um, yeah, he yeah he hasn't ran. I think the last time he ran, I think he told me it was like twenty. 18, yeah. 17, surrounding there. And I think he won one at 311 at one time. But, uh, you know, he said, him and Doug, everybody, they said they had a blast. I bet so. Night. They had a blast. I bet so. And the, the big thing there with Anthony, though, is, I, you know, when I saw him pull in or when I was told that it was Anthony, I thought, I was like, this could be really good because his his first career super win uh, mm-hmm. come at Sumter. Yep. Back in, uh, what, 2021. I think it was 21. With the Clash. Yeah. And then, of course, he got the one after that at, at Gaffney with uh, Ultimate, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, But but his first super win was at Sumter, and I was like, man, this this could be something. And he did darn good in Doug's car. 
uh, which had a heck, heck of a motor in it. Um, oh, yeah, Doug. For a heck of a, a, heck of a limited motor, motor, baby. But, um, yeah, y'all got some really cool stuff going on. I, I hated that it wasn't, you know, quite yeah, the like car count you were looking for. Running on this a lot. You know, yeah. Richie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Richie done a great job last night. He done a Richie great did. job. He did. And uh, some other guys, that Brandon Dockery, I was surprised to see pull up. Because, um, I mean, he hadn't been to something in a while. Uh, his first time was last November. Yeah. for the He'd come time. for the Vern race. But hadn't come back since. But I was surprised to see him. But he did really, really good. Just had that little slip up. Man, used, something, there's one of those tracks. It's like Gaffney. It's like other places. Oh, yeah. It starts to kill tires after about 20 laps. And, and you got to be he real careful. He was leaning hard on that right rear. Leaning really hard. I Go ahead. Say, my tires after that feature last weekend, they still look brand new. Well, that's the thing. That track last weekend was pristine. Well, and the, the, that's the it thing was, that we're all struggling with right tacky. now. We're we're all struggling with it right now with all with this weather, man. I mean, obviously, it's it's no there's different only, than any other summer though. There's, there's only so much you can do. There's only right. so much water you can put down. Right. You cannot put enough. Like the best water is Mother Nature water. Mm-hmm. Well, I will openly admit that last night they were expecting us to get to get some rain. That's why it wasn't watered yeah. as much as it could have been. Right. We were expecting it. It never happened. Oh well, we moved on. We got some good racing. Got some good racing. I mean, we didn't really tear anything up, and we got out of there. We got out of there. No, the only person that I'm mad at that didn't come is a little Bryson Harper. I wish he would have been there. He did good at scrubbing. He did do good at scrubbing. He did do good at scrubbing. He did good at scrubbing. Who ended up winning scrubbing? Uh, Zach Mitchell. Zach Mitchell did. Dude, I think Bryson had. He was like fourth or fifth, wasn't he? He was fifth in hot laps. I remember that. He qualified up front too because he started front row in the heat race with Ross Bell's. Yeah, he's good. Is he still running Ricky Soul Car? Or is that a no? No, no, that's a well. Um, that I really don't know, but okay. um, he's in Longhorn, isn't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, now the only the only person that I knew that had anything from Ricky was Dylan Watson when he won last year. Mm-hmm. Something that was Ricky right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he ended up that something happened to that. Well, I thought didn't didn't Bryson and them buy all the stuff from Ricky whenever Ricky first got out? I don't think. I so. thought he had his hauler and stuff. I don't think so. No, no. He did buy Rick- the the trailer because the trailer. Will yeah, he had the trailer. On he fire he, no, he didn't buy the hauler because it's a way bigger hauler what Bryson's got than what oh. Ricky had. Rick, so had, I was told he bought it after. He uh, Rick, Rice's got like a you know like pretty much a stacker. Well, he yeah, got Rick, that from. Rick, he didn't have a stacker. He got that from the Gibbons. That's, That's right. the Gibbons old. But before they got oh. that, before they got this was like two years ago. They they had Ricky's old trailer they and might have. the wheel bearing caught on fire. Oh. I remember they were on the. I saw okay. it all over Facebook. Well, good deal. All right. Well, just a couple more minutes here. Just a couple more things. I mean, we can talk a little bit more about Blue Ridge as we get on because y'all got a heck of a points battle right now. Um, of course, that's that's your main thing. You're focused on Hunter with uh Scott Shirey, the points leader. Uh, who's right there with him? You know, uh, uh Nick Deeks and Colt Smith battling hard for the second, third spots. They're both battling for Rookie of the Year as well. And Colt was leading the Rookie of the Points last night, but had a problem. Um, and man, they had a heck of a day yesterday. Good Lord, just getting down to the racetrack was a daunting task as it was, and then much less getting there. But uh, Nick was probably going to be able to take back over second because there was like 11 points separating them. Mm-hmm. So I think Nick was able to retake the uh, second points and the rookie points lead. And I think we've had, I think we've got over 80 drivers that have ran all the races so far this year. So um, yeah, we're, we're pretty excited about it. We still got some good stuff left. So I mean, it ain't over by any means. Absolutely. What's, y'all, what's y'all's next couple races coming up here? Uh, our next race will be August 5th at Lancaster, our final time there this year. The Philip Knight Memorial paying twenty five hundred to win. 
Um, and in our 2500 to win at Lakeview, the uh-huh. last uh, Steve Heights mini series race, uh, August 19th. All right. Um, and then we got Labor Day showdown at East Lincoln Friday and Saturday. Lawrence, September 30th. Um, King of the Carolinas, the Carolina first week in October. Fall Brawl at East Lincoln. Turkey Day at Sumter yep. and Thanksgiving Thunder. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to that Turkey Day race, man. Because uh, I remember a couple of years ago it was 27 our, cars. You know, yeah, we got our we got our modified stuff still going. Oh yeah, too, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we run next week at East Lincoln. Um, it's a double. Hopefully, just get that in because every time we've tried to run there, it rained every single time. Like we've like, I'm I'm not even kidding. They ran one modified race that happened at East Lincoln this year, and that was just a, a warm up race. That wasn't even mm-hmm. a series race. Um, still got a few stops up there at Boone at the fairgrounds, Boone, North Carolina, um, for that deal. So we, uh, we still got a lot left with the mods and, uh, Lake Mall. So, uh, it's been probably, probably our best year by far with the Lake Mall. I, ha- I have noticed though, this year, more than previous years, the weather has been so iffy. It you know, has. Like we'll, we'll, we'll go out on a, you know, Sunday after a race and look at everything for next week. Cause they already got the forecast that it'll say 0% chance of rain. We, we think we're good. We promote everything all week long. All of a sudden, Friday comes around, and, you know, it's popping up this 80% on Saturday, raining from, like, 5 to 6. It'll literally say zero 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 seventy, And then all of a sudden, right in the middle of when we want to start racing. And it's it's really hurting tracks right now. I know uh, where Matt's from, Lakeview. They've rained out, what, Matt, five times this year? I, I want to say maybe three to five times. Yeah, it's, it's three to five at least. Number, and, y'all, and when it rains at Lakeview, it rains big. Mm-hmm. When it rains at Lakeview, that place turns into a pond. That first Blue Ridge race, I'm surprised that one didn't get rained out. Yeah, I know. I know. I struggled to get into the pits like with my truck. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And a lot of people were getting stuck. And we had uh, the only one that we had to uh, cancel was the, the SCDRA stuff at Sumter, and that wasn't up to y'all though. That's... It it wasn't. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't. We're trying to reschedule it with them, but. That's one thing it about Sumter. They do not cancel. We, we do our best. Again. Now, it would have it would have been a disaster if we had tried it mm-hmm. because the now, pits... If cancel if it's already underwater. The pits were a marsh. The pits were a marsh. There were people just driving and they're getting stuck. So, yeah. there was no way that we could have raced. But um, I guess one last thing, Hunter. Uh, shout out to any, anything that you've got that you want people to follow. You know, um, and obviously you had said you're working on uh, kind of a podcast deal like this. Uh, just tell us a little bit about that. It, I know it's kind of on the back burner for now, but something i'm really excited about to have you uh start on yeah it's uh you know something pretty pretty similar to what we're doing here um you know kind of have like a dale jr download type deal yeah. and i know a lot of people that are like old timers and that have been around this game for a long time so um, a lot of them are looking forward to it it's just a let's see probably the last month or so has been pretty much hell because um me wrecking my truck mm-hmm. um Third, glad you're okay yeah we, yeah i was about to say i'm glad you're okay after that one man that you that, that right there put the fear of god in mm-hmm. um like you you everything's fine all of a sudden you wake up and there's blood all over you and you don't yeah. know where you know where you're at yeah and like i was only off from work and then fell and fell asleep driving i wasn't thank god i wasn't going but like 25 mile an hour right and um, crossed the middle of the lane down down like right down Main Street. Land land on the wall after a, after a twelve hour or something. Eight eight still. I didn't sleep that much. Still it. exactly yeah. So it was um yeah it was I woke up and I'm sitting there facing sitting there facing the pavement like looking up looking down I'm like mate I look I'm like this is not right. Yeah that that'll put the fear of God in you there son. But and then and then you went and bought a Toyota. 
Oh, so I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't blame you. Them Tacomas are nice. I love nice. Tacomas. I'm too big to get. I'm too big for them though. I will tell you that. I'm. I'm way too. I'm. I'm too uh, husky for that. I, I test drove one one time and I about hung out the door of it. So we we did not end up with a Tacoma, but I mean it's a nice truck and you, and you seem to be doing really really good right now. But again about this podcast, if you got the the branding done, you know what it's going to be called or. Something um, like that, you know, hunting dirt. You know, I got the oh, so so I got the talking dirt. You got hunting dirt. What's the deal with that? You know who come up with that? Probably you when you read my talking nope. dirt name. No, I just play. I just play. <laughs> nope. I'm lawyering up, baby. Let's go. You go lawyer up. Yep. Hey, hey, but it don't even look like it don't even look like close to what you're. No, no, I'm just, I'm just messing with. Oh you. yeah, uh, but I'll tell you who come up with that. Jason Smoot. Yes, sir. Ah, I got it. I knew it. Yep. And I was like, I mean, it's a good place. It's clever looked, on your name too. But I, but it's a clever looked, play. But I looked over at every every other name that was put out, and I'm like, ain't nothing clicks like it. Right? No, a few, a few. Well, talking dirt does. I, I I will say that ours is pretty pretty clever. Well, you, it's so clever that someone else tried to steal it. At yeah, I, I'm no, pretty not, sure he's quit by now. Technically not, because it was talking dirt. Well, technically it is because who the hell makes them want it says talking <laughs> dirt? I've never used the word. Talking. They, it was they a, got it a lot was a, of our followers or your followers. Yeah, he was he made a Facebook and he started adding people that follow my page, yeah. and I started getting messages asking if it was me. But it wasn't, so I, you know, kindly asked him to stop, and I believe he stopped by now. If I not, seen nothing because I, I own both. I own the names. Yeah, they probably don't have like just, just to make just to make that clear. I do. Own, I have a copyright on both names, talking and talking dirt. So yeah, they probably yeah. don't have the knowledge that you do either. Nah, I, I, like I said, I'm trying. I'm trying to run a business here. Don't steal my name, you know. <laughs> Which is why I need to get. Um, we were you and I were talking about the uh, the trade show up in uh, in. Hickory. 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 And Hickory that's, that's I need to get a talking dirt booth set up up there next year. We need to get go up there. Get one big enough so I can bring my car, too. Yes, that's what I'm saying. We need to get a booth up there, bring your car, and do a show up there. Um, get one near to me. And need to get you on, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need we need to do that and get Hunter on it or whoever else. We need to do that next year. Um, remind me. Have your, random people yeah. pop in. Exactly. That's, but, a, um, that's a fun two days mm-hmm. up there. Yeah, that's yeah, all well, I always go to the uh, Charlotte Racers Expo. I've never I, been no, to one. No, no, wait you go to this one. This Charlotte ain't got awesome. nothing on, on Hickory. Well, now, it's, it's, I went it's to, not an auction. Now, I went to the Expo back when it was big, back in like the early days, but here lately, it's, it's not been the same as it was now. It's gotten a lot better than what it has been. Oh yeah, but there for a while that the racers expo struggled. This whole deal is purely a trade show mm-hmm. and just right. like seminars and kind of like, like PRI, kind of like a yeah. PRI. Yeah. I got you, just basically. So I guess I want to go to that one too. Yeah, PRI would be dope. But oh, yeah. it's all in Indiana, you know. So. I, well, I probably couldn't afford none of the stuff they got. All <laughs> yeah, they're right. No, I was I was you walking around even a cheeseburger. I was bad. walking around even looking at some of the stuff for sale at the Hickory Show. Some of this stuff's getting expensive, man. But they had some they had some really nice stuff up there. But I guess I guess that about covers everything, man. We've been going for about an hour here, Matt. You got any uh, questions for Hunter before we let him go? No, but I do want to say uh, I'm partaking in a iRacing league here soon. Uh, yes, you are. Oh County. yeah, we should shout that out. Yeah. So uh, another another uh, fellow podcaster. I think he normally hangs out on the asphalt side of things, but his he name does. his name's David Rogers. He's got a the Chicken Bone Alley. Yep. It's a very big podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Big you. shout so, out to to Mr. David. He's actually he's helped me a lot, man. Whenever I first started, you know, I asked him, you know, what do you use? How do you set everything up? And he was just so open and honest and told me everything that I needed to to start my podcasting journey and. Uh, I'll actually, uh, from the looks of it right now, I'll be on the call for all those races that Matt will be racing in um, in his iRacing league 
Um, so that's going to be really, really cool. So yeah, thank you for saying that, Matt. Shout out to David Rogers and Chickamauga Alley and, and all I didn't know stuff. what his name was. So yeah, David, Rod- he's got a few co-hosts, but, uh, the main guy's David and, uh, he's a wizard dude. He's, he's a DJ. He's a podcaster. He's everything, man. He does it all. And, and he, he races. And he races. Yep. Asphalt legends and asphalt chargers. Absolutely. He'll, he'll love hearing this too. I know he listens to most of our shows. So he'll love, he'll love hearing this. And I want to get us on his pod. I want to do oh, some yeah. cross promos one day, get him on this one, get us on that one. But definitely, man. Yeah. Appreciate you saying that. Uh, anything else, Hunter? You got anything you want to add before we let I you go mean, here? Pretty much, you know, that's pretty much wraps it up for me, you know, and, uh, it's been a great time and, uh, you know, it's always fun. Absolutely. Well, Hunter, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, Matt, thanks for actually showing up to the in studio one time. We'll definitely have to do this again, but, uh, thank you guys for listening to Talking Dirt. We'll catch you in the next episode. Later.